tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. What's going on? It's your man, Divine Thing. We about to get it in, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out my intro by my son, Uh, Chicken the Rapper, L. What's the difference between you and me? Let's go. Uh, What's the difference between me and you? We're going to tell you how to get about $1,000 a week on unemployment, man. What's the difference between me and you? You. Some things you might not know. Let's get it. Hey. Uh, what's the difference between real and fake? What's the difference between love and hate? Because most opinions are different. And let me be more specific before you answer that. And in your head, let this marinate. Saying you real, but love jacking people for bricks and chips. And then when it happens to you, you look at them like you're ready to retaliate on the people that did it. And you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's like a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will that's why I saw it in my head to do the things that I feel that's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long if it feel you would get lost and I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like see often cause nowadays it's rarely seen from MC to do that quite often so I sit back enjoy life for every day that I breathe and do this music till it's time for me to leave you know you Talk about some flashy, flashy, and I talk about what I feel. Talk about some flashy, flashy, and I talk about what I feel. Let's 
my firstborn. Giving it to y'all on a Monday, man. Special Monday show. Generally just do hump day in the weekend, man. But you know we in a we in a different time right now, so we gonna we gonna give it to y'all every day, man. We gonna bring it to you every day. So check this out, man. Before we get the show started, you know how we do. We always gotta pay homage to those that came before us because we standing on their shoulders right now, man. So shouts out to all our ancestors, the ones that paved the way for us to do what we doing right now. Islam to all my Moors out there. Assalamu alaikum to the nation. Hotep, peace, alafia, shalom, and all greetings of peace, man. We bid you nothing but peace, blessings, love, and all that. So, yeah, man, um, today we're going to talk about uh, this, this unemployment because checks ran out. Not ran out. Checks were given out. The first round of checks was given out. If you uh, put your your info in there early, you would have got a check uh, today or tomorrow. I think today or tomorrow. Some people got their checks over the weekend in some different states. Those people, you know, they were on it as soon as they passed the um, COVID-19, uh, you know, the bill that, that laid it down so where certain individuals could get uh, unemployment for the first time. Like if you are uh, a small business owner or a sole proprietor in times like this, when, when you can't work or you ain't making no money, you just, you just AO, you know what I'm saying? That, that was like, that's how it go. You know, when you're a boss and you ain't making no money, you just ass out. You got to, sometimes you got to, you know, bite that bullet and go, go get a job for a little while until you can get back on your, on your square. But uh, because this was something that wasn't uh, done or it wasn't anyone's fault per se. Uh the government decided to help the little guy out this time and bailed out the small business people as well as the big corporations because they always get bailed out, you know. Truth be told, you know, but this is the one time in history where the little guys, the 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 gig workers get to get a little love as well. Now, when you when you hear the term gig workers, I need y'all to get comfortable with that uh, terminology. What a gig worker is is someone who works pretty much for self, or you get paid under the table. Uh, I give you a prime example, or contract work, however you want to call it. Um, I give you a prime example, and I use this example a lot because I, I was a DJ for about thirty two years. You know what I'm saying? Once a DJ, always a DJ, but you know, I'm not I'm not doing the club thing like that. I'm trying to get to my people and, you know, enlighten them on how to get some real money and straighten their credit up, you know, get their affairs in order. So whenever you have a gig, you go, you get paid for that gig for that night. Um, another uh, option of a gig, example of a gig would be like my man, uh, Platinum Chef Jay Jones. What's going on, little bro? Um, basically, he is chef. He does... You know, he he does settings, he does gigs. So you might hire him to come cook for you at an event. He gets paid for the event. That's a gig. But it's not a structured employment, employer relationship where he's getting a W-2, things of that nature. Um, Like I said, outside contractors, DJs, uh, adult dancers, anybody that's out here creating a way of living for yourself, 
it's an option for you to get unemployment, man. So don't let it don't let the don't let the boat go past without you getting your check. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. But you know we gotta get a little background going, man. I need to have a little vibe playing in my background. Hopefully everybody can hear me okay. I didn't I didn't test the mic. I was running a little late, so hope you can hear me if you can't hear me. Hit me with a um a, a thumbs up in the chat room or uh hit me up on social media and just say we can't hear you. Something. But hopefully, inshallah, you you're able to hear me. I didn't move anything around from the last time we got down, so Without further ado, we're going to jump on into the program because we're really only going to be on here for about an hour today. It's not a regular scheduled show, so I'm going to give y'all the the lowdown on the unemployment uh, benefits for Ohio and for the other states. If you're calling in from a different state, just shout me out. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll see what your area code is and we'll put that information in there as well. But uh, the state where I domicile right now is Ohio, so we're going to basically be focusing this particular conversation on that, but if I see some additional zip codes and you shout me out in the chat rooms or whatever, let me know where you're from, I'm more than, I'll be more than glad to uh, include your city or your state so you have that information as well. So basically, what, what, what's happening that uh, a lot of people don't know this is what's happening. You get approved for your unemployment on a state level. So on that state level, they base it based on whatever job you last had or the past six months or something like that. But this is some things that you may not know. If you just started working a job, let's say you just started between January and February, just started fresh. Generally, they wouldn't say that you qualify for unemployment for that particular job. So they would have to go back and whatever your last job was where you worked at least six months, then it would base the unemployment based on that income. Again, like I said, this is a, a, a rare occasion. Uh, it's never happened, you know, in, in my lifetime at least. You know, um, so this is the opportunity, like I said, for people to actually get unemployment that would never get unemployment so small business owners uh sole proprietors um even if you if you had a business and you had employees if you you know you got some employees you can also get unemployment because your business is not allowed to conduct business at this time so you don't get penalized for the country basically shutting down so, like I said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So, I'm shouting out all my business owners, all my gig workers. Look up the term gig workers or gig economy. You'll see all the different examples. People that do Uber, people that do DoorDash, all of these types of industries are considered um, what they what they say is gig industries. So, I need y'all to come on in. I need y'all to actually apply for unemployment. And I need y'all to get this money while it's on the table. Now, what's so exciting about this, in addition to you you being able to get unemployment for those particular industries and for uh, small business owners and sole proprietors, is that once they figure out your amount, 
once they figure out the amount of uh, unemployment you're going to be receiving on a state level, that's one check. But the federal government is adding $600 to whatever the amount that you qualify for. So let me give you an example. If your earned uh, unemployment comes out to be, let's say, $300, $300 a week, okay? So the $300 a week that you get from the state, that's going to come, but then the federal is going to tack on $600 on top of that. So someone who would normally make about $300 a week, now you're getting $900 a week to stay home and weather the storm through this pandemic. So if you don't understand how important that is, then um, you might want to get off this 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 show. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I thrive my show on on people seeking knowledge and 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 having some intelligence. Because I want to inform the masses. Because I know a lot of us don't read, and that, that's okay. But we need to change that. But until we get you on that reading and uh, staying in in the know when it comes to our finances. And taking care of our families. I'll do that for y'all, man. I, I, I foot the bill. You know, my radio show is free. You know what I'm saying? We we don't charge. Some people do, but I don't charge. You know, I, I tell people they can donate if they want. But we want to remain uh, free on the airs for the masses. And I just, all I ask is that y'all, you know, share the information. Share the page. Tune in. Because I'm doing this, uh, I'm going to be doing this daily. Monday through Thursday. But generally, my shows are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 1 p.m. But, okay, just for a recap, because I've seen we got about about 30 people just jumped on that wasn't there when I, when I gave the spill. We're only going to be on this call for about another 30, 45 minutes. But here's here's the skip, the skippy, the lowdown. You're going to be able to apply for unemployment even if you don't work for an employer. For example, if you DoorDash, you work for yourself. You know, you work for yourself, you get your, your money. If you Uber, I mean, you work through a company, but you're actually an outside contractor. So consider the, a gig industry or, or gig worker. Um, if you're a bartender, were a bartender because you're not really selling drinks right now. So if you were a bartender and you work at a bar and you get tips for pouring drinks. I mean, you get an hourly uh, wage too. Hopefully, you know, the bar or the club or the establishment may pay you that under the table. I don't know how it goes for everyone, but if you are working a club, you're a bartender, a bouncer, a DJ, any of individuals could be considered a gig worker or those individuals. That's how you you know, pay your way. So, because you can't pay your way, you also can get qualified for unemployment. Now, it's a code that you have to use, a mass code that they gave for a mass layoff. If you have this code, they won't deny your unemployment for, and they can expedite it. It's no waiting period. So, if you got this code here, they may just be doing it across the board right now. But I'm gonna give you the information that I was given from the from the top of all of this. So it's not gonna hurt if you put the code in. 
And uh, for those individuals that, you know, you may have not worked for anybody, you might just start hustling. Hey, brother. Hey, sister. If you have you been out here hustling, apply for employment anyway because you have been taking care of yourself by any means necessary. So, hey, give it a shot. Ain't no say. Give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? You can you can apply and say that you know you 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 work for self. You you self-employed. But the only thing that they may require you to show proof of is if you're a sole proprietor, bank statement or something, just to show that you actually have a business. You feel me? So if you got a business bank account, you might be able to use your personal bank account, but you need to show some activity to prove that you make whatever you say that you're you you were making before this happened to you. So if you are tuning in right now on the air live with me, I see we got we got nice little flow crawlers coming in here. So if you're on the air live with me on the air, I'm going to be uh, opening up the lines and letting you ask some questions after we go over a few of the specifics on the application process. Um, in addition, if you're listening on the website, if you just go on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Divine Bay or Wealth Principles 101, I need you to uh, go ahead and type a message in the chat room and I can answer your questions there. So I got my chat window open. I'm, I'm looking at the switchboard. I see my callers in there. So we're going to jump into it. Now, the unemployment insurance um, it is something that the government added in addition to the state again. So this is the federal, I don't want to say bonus, but it's a, a, a federal addition to the normal unemployment for your state. So that means an additional $600 is going to be added to whatever you qualify for. Now, the maximum, if I'm not mistaken, I think the maximum at the time that I got this information was $1,400. So the most that you could possibly qualify for per week is $1,400. Not bad money. If you look at that, that's $5,600 a month. And I know a lot of people don't make that on their job if they was working a 9 to 5 or if they was working 10 hour 12 hour shifts I'm just being honest I'm just being honest it's a lot of us that don't make that kind of money just keeping a buck with me and uh, even if you did make that much money listen this is unemployment people that means you don't have to do shit the world said stay your ass in the house so stay your ass in the house Get your unemployment. Everybody in the house should be getting a check. If you have working age, everybody in the house should be getting a check. So the little stimulus check, that's just a little bump too. So once you get your stimulus check and once you start getting your unemployment, use this time, use this money to get your credit together, people. Get your credit together because once your credit is together and you start a business, these things that, that, that we're dealing with right now, they, I mean, it's still going to be issues that, you know, that, that we're dealing with. But when you own your business and you got good personal credit and good business credit, 
it kind of softens the blow when you when you when you're faced with some of the atrocities of life because we all gonna continue to get knocked down. We gotta get our asses up. So knock us down if you will, but if you got the tenacity to take this time that uh, the Most High has given us to educate yourself to um, better your credit, start a business. This country is ran on credit, people. Irregardless of what you think, the paper money that's printed this, this, that you might have in your pocket right now, that is not money. Those are promissory notes. Those are promises to pay based on the energy, the potential energy of the world. So everyone that's in America, we all working. We all paying taxes. So the promissory notes that they're printing, they're negotiable instruments that that people use in everyday exchanges. But at the end of the day, when we spend those, what you call cash, it's not money. When we're spending that, that's actually what's driving the debt, the national debt up, because those are promissory notes. When we pay our taxes... On April 15th, the deadline, that's when the the the, the uh, national debt goes down a little bit. And I say a little bit because you're talking about 23, 25 trillion dollars in debt, in national debt. So once everybody that owes taxes pays taxes, then it reduces that debt a little bit. But the interest on 25 trillion dollars, we can be paying this for the next thousand years and it will never go away because there's no end to the debt because when we spending money we think that we're actually putting money into the economy we're actually boosting or raising the national debt with every purchase with federal reserve notes or promissory notes that's not cash people I, I, I mean you can actually pull if you got any currency in your pocket pull it out and look on it and I promise you somewhere on there it says a note and the legal dictionary for a note or a promissory note you can look it up they'll tell you you know I don't have to get into all that my whole purpose is to inform you to get this money by any means necessary if your ass has paid your way some type of way unless you're just sitting at home on your ass playing video games and you don't have a job, you know what I'm saying, you might be taking care of the kids or whatever, if you are that person, then it's not, this not a conversation for you. But if you are a person who's out here basically hustling, you know, you cooking dinners, you cutting hair in your basement, you braiding hair, you're doing dreads, whatever you're doing, if you're doing something to make a living, you can be considered a gig worker or in the gig industry and that particular industry is allowed to receive unemployment first time ever man so what I need y'all to do is actually go and apply go and apply let me see I put the link on the uh, blog talk radio page so you can actually see where you can go and I have some pictures on there as well let me go here see how this is going to work if I go to the blog talk radio 
Go to my own page. Let me see what it's looking like. I appreciate y'all for checking in, man. I see we got a lot of new area codes that's popping up. And I'm going to open up the lines and give you guys a chance to ask a couple of questions. I see we got four questions in the, in the chat box right now. So that's good. Y'all keep the questions coming because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into them in a minute. Okay. Now, with that additional $600 a week, that will be available up to four months, guys. So I want to put that out there because I don't want you to think that 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 extra $600 is going to be there for the entire time of unemployment. It will be in effect for up to four months right now. Things are changing every day, so there is a possibility that after the four months, it may be extended. But if they can get this curve down and get this um, this virus and this pandemic under control, then they may, you know, end that so people can get back to work and the country can get back to what we've been doing. So the other myth uh, about the unemployment is, let me just pull up the picture, so. I'll pin these pictures in the chat room for those of you who are tuning in online. If you click on the chat box, that way you can see the things that I'm pinning in there and kind of get a look at what's going on. And if you're actually on the site, you're actually looking at the those snapshots of what's going on. So, now... In addition to the unemployment, we're going to talk about some things that people may or may not know about. They, uh, these industries or these services, resources should be reaching out to you either via uh, mail or phone call to keep you up to date on Medicaid, SNAP, and unemployment, of course. The Ohio benefits number uh, that you want to call is one eight four four. 640-O-H-I-O or you can go to benefits.ohio.gov that's for the Ohio benefits now when we speak about benefits this is what we're talking about we're talking about Medicaid telemedicine if you don't know what telemedicine is it's basically allowing doctors to examine you through telehealth now if you got a phone that has a camera on it, your doctor has a way that he can have you click on the link and he can see you through the phone. They, they've been doing this for a while now. My wife actually done it several times uh, where they can diagnostic, you know, and do an exam for you over your phone. And if you need any prescribed, then of course they can write you a prescription. So Medicaid patients, you can use the telehealth services either for first time visits. So this is kind of important and I'm actually uh, probably going to use this for the first time with my mother. My mother, she's uh, she's elderly, obviously. If I'm in my 50s, you know my mom, she's knocking on her 80s right now, but um, she 
she, she uh, was telling me earlier today that she was experiencing, you know, some swelling in her arm and it was getting kind of warm. Now, generally, she would go to the hospital and they would give her some type of IV and then in a day or so, she'll be okay. So, we, we're not doing that right now. <laughs> I wouldn't let her go to the hospital if she wanted to. So, we got her on with some sea uh, moss and we got her some some alkaline water and some, some chlorophyll. I think it's called chlorophyll moss. My wife, she's a nurse, so we, we, we sent her some, some stuff over there to get her through the ne- next day or so. But tomorrow, I'm probably going to have her use this telehealth because she has a phone with a camera. So we're going to do that and have the doctor kind of, you know, give his feel or put his input on what he thinks, his recommendation, since she's not allowed to, to go to the hospital, per me. Um now, the redeterminations are suspended for 180 days. So anybody that may have lost their benefits or in the renewal process, you not have to worry about that for six months. So if you had an appointment and they needed to discuss whether or not you qualify for Medicaid, relax, relax, especially older people. Relax. They, they can't lose your benefits for 180 days so six months we're talking about we're in the fourth month right now so not until october is when you know that would even be a question so let's just clear that up you don't have to do any redeterminations you don't have to file no paperwork or they're going to cut your benefits off that's a a myth so i want to clear that up so you need to pass that information on to somebody please do and um Let's go on to the next topic. The next topic that we're going to be talking about in regards to all of this is SNAP. Now, if you don't know what SNAP is, you're living a little bit better than most. <laughs> it wasn't called SNAP in my day. It was just flat out called, what, food stamps, I think. <laughs> wasn't no SNAP, but they, they broke it down and gave it a little cute acronym for individuals that... um receive food benefits and things of that nature. We're going to give you the breakdown on that. Same as Medicaid, the redeterminations have been suspended. So, no need to worry about losing your your food assistance, people. Don't freak out about none of that. I'm, I'm easing your mind because I don't know if the people in those industries have been reaching out to you. I'm pretty sure they have. But just in case, you know, you don't know, you just want to ease your mind to let you know that those benefits will be uh, and continue. You will continue to receive your SNAP and your Ohio Works first benefit. Uh, let's see. So if your if you if your benefits were supposed to expire in March, now they expire in September. So you see how that works? That's an additional six months. If they were supposed to expire in April, now they expire in October. If your benefits were supposed to expire in May, now they won't expire until November. So that should ease your mind on the Ohio Works First and the SNAP program. Now, with the unemployment, we'll give it to you like this. Unemployment, the quarantine workers, if you are quarantined, you are eligible for unemployment benefits even if they are not 
diagnosed with the coronavirus. So you don't have to have the coronavirus to be able to get unemployment. Okay. The work search requirements are waived, people, during the pandemic. Okay? So as long as this pandemic is in effect, you don't have to apply for jobs every week or every day or whatever they're trying to, you know, it's a stipulation to get unemployment. You have to go put in applications or apply online. You don't have to worry about that. You can't do it anyway. I mean, if you want to, it's it's some people hiring now. Don't get me wrong. I know uh, Amazon is hiring. uh, UPS is hiring. Some grocery stores are hiring. And of course, the hospitals are hiring. This ain't really a good time to be working in the hospitals, but they do need help. You know what I'm saying? So, shouts out to all the healthcare professionals that are on the front line. I salute you. I've always said, including my wife and, and my mother in law, you have to want to do that type of work because as a healthcare professional, I know it's, it's a code, a standard, it's a moral code that they, you know, this is what they live for to help people. And I get it. But you got to also look at the fact that your kids, your your significant other, um, your nieces, your nephews, your, your parents, everybody's, you know, worry that you're putting yourself in danger and possibly could bring that danger back home to your family. So it's really a, a hard pill to swallow. And again, I want to salute all the healthcare professionals and all the doctors and well mainly the nurses and i'm gonna say this for a reason i appreciate what the doctors is doing to portray everybody that's, that's, that's actually helping individuals but some information that you may not know the nurses are the ones who are really on the front line the doctors they're not going in the room um the people who take blood aren't, aren't going in the room the people who serve the food are not going in the room. They're putting all this pressure on the actual nurses. So the RNs, the um, LPNs, the STNAs, these are the people that are putting themselves at risk because they have to interact with these patients who may have the coronavirus. So that's who I'm saluting, our nurses. I've always had respect for him, and, and man, listen, kudos, kudos. I love the fact that you have the tenacity to do what you do for all of us. So shout out to all the nurses, man. Um, in addition, if you are one of these essential employees that are continuing to work during this pandemic, you qualify for some relief as well. We talked about this on the uh, shows uh, last week, but if you are actively working right now as an essential employee, whether it be in the medical profession or in a restaurant, something like that, you actually qualify to have loans forgiven. What loans am I talking about? I'm talking about student loans. So that means you can get your entire student loan waived, forgiven. You don't owe them shit because of what you're doing, sacrificing right now. So make sure you contact your student loan people, whoever has the loan, contact them and let them know, one, what is your balance, your total balance, and you need to let them know that you've been affected by the 
COVID-19 and you're an essential worker and you will be sending them a letter, an attestation letter, basically explaining that in a couple of sentences, the scenario that you're working during this pandemic and due to the CARES Act, you qualify for your loans to be forgiven. Don't ask for them to be um, a forbearance. No, a deferred. No, forgiven. Be clear. Put COVID-19 in there and the word forgiven. Not not uh, deferred. So let's make sure we do that, people. All of our essential employees. Essential employees. Now, uh, the work search requirements, again, those are waived during the pandemic, but people must be available and able to work. So they got to put that in there, people. But if it's a pandemic, you know, and they call you and be like, okay, we, we got work at this restaurant or we got work at this grocery store, then, you know, you may have to uh, make an, a, a, a decision based on what's best for you and your family at that point. But it's not required. You're not required to go get a job during the shutdown, especially if they're giving you unemployment with an additional $600. So the waiting period, again, I already said this, but the waiting period will be waived. So you don't have to wait a week or two before you start getting your money. If you put your application and you file your claim in, you should be getting a check that following week or the same week, depending on what day. So if you put it in today, you could be getting a check this weekend. Now, partially unemployed people can receive the benefit as well. What are partially unemployed people if you were working a full-time job and because of this pandemic now you're working shorter hours you don't have the full in the in the overtime that you've been getting you qualify to receive partial benefits to supplement the income that you are getting that could in itself give you a good boost because you can get the partial amount that you normally would get if you were unemployed and you still get the addition from the federal. Now, it may not be the full six, but if you're partial, I'm pretty sure it's going to be half of that. So, an extra 300 bucks on top of whatever the state say you can get as a partial unemployed person. So, you're still looking at you getting a check to work during this time. You're getting the ability to defer or forgive loans during this time and in addition you can receive partial unemployment benefits so all of these things that I'm telling you uh, this again has never happened in the history of the world like this is really a weird ass time but at the same time I'm glad that they are at least trying to be um, cognizant of those individuals who are not working or are not bringing home a paycheck when it wasn't their fault. So, I mean, it could be really fucked up out here if they just didn't give a damn. It's like, look, it is what it is. Y'all got to fiend yourself. But at least they are giving the little guys a break this time. So many times the big corporations get bailed out and we the ones that, you know, we, we the ones that be catching hell when we are already in hell. So, Again, just a quick overview because I see more callers are coming in right now. So just a quick overview, and then we're going to open up the lines for a couple of questions. Um, 
Uh, let's see. The Medicaid. Telemed is free right now. You don't have to pay for it. Um, so any, any medical, any Medicaid patients can use the telehealth services. That's something that you need to let your elders especially know. So if you need to see a doctor, don't go to the hospital. Look up the telehealth services and use it. They basically can diagnose, doc, you know, they can check you, examine you over the phone through video. So that's a good heads up. And also, you don't have to worry about getting redeterminations for your Medicaid for 180 days. So if your benefits were set to be uh, redetermined, you don't have to worry about that for at least six months. Same with, with the SNAP. Ohio Works First program. You don't have to worry about anything firing. You're going to continue to get those benefits um, for the next six months without anything happening. Now, with the unemployment, again, you will qualify for unemployment if you are a worker and you can't work due to the coronavirus. So, that also includes the workers that they consider gig workers, DJs, barbers, uh, if you cut hair, do hair in your house, that's a gig. If you drive Uber, if you do DoorDash, all of these things are considered gig workers or gig industry. You also qualify for unemployment. You have to use the code. I'm going to give you all the code real quick. It's a mass layoff code and the numbers this number is supposed to be given from your employer so to make sure that you you don't have to wait on your money and you basically a lot of things is waived. So that number is two zero 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 one eight zero. Again, two zero 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 one eight zero. That's the mass layoff number that you want to put in there when you're filing uh, your unemployment claim. So, hope y'all jot that down. Let me go ahead and type that in the chat box right there. I see a few people in the chat room. Um, mass layout number. Mass layout number. Again, it's 2000180. Use this number when applying for your unemployment benefits online or when you're calling them. Okay. Now, extra $600 again that they're adding to your state benefits. That is only going to be in existence for four months. So, you can get your unemployment plus the extra $600 a week for four months or until the economy goes back or the, the United States goes back to work president is pushing for everybody to get back to work by the end of the month but realistically I don't think that's going to happen um, they may try and come up with some miracle to where people have to get back to work around the end of May or maybe June but the Easter promise he was talking about that shit is not happening people trust me that shit is not happening they are still spiking all over the country and New York supposedly is about to get hit with uh, the biggest wave over the next three to five days so depending on what happens in New York 
with the Mercy ship and the other the other ship that's out there with the with the, the Coast Guard and every the National Guard and everything on the scene. I don't see this coming to no end to no no damn April for sure. Now maybe the end of May, maybe June. The kids aren't going back to school, so you know they might as well figure something else out on that. And um, yeah, man. So I said a lot in these first 40 something minutes or so but I, I want to open up the calls and see if we got any questions now uh, the first no no the second caller that was in queue was my, my area code the first caller was out in Cali uh, and like I said if you got some questions in a different state about the uh, the rules and regulations and, and where to go to get it in I will also I got that information on deck. But right now, I want to open the call to, to some of the people in the Ohio area. We got a lot of 513s in there. We got some 937s, some 614s. So, shouts out to everybody from the O checking in. Shouts out to everybody on the West Coast checking in. Um, it's good to see, you know, my hand stretching a little more, man. I got some people from Arizona that, that checks in on a regular basis. Uh, Kentucky, Michigan, Chicago. It's, it's good to see that, the, you know, the, the, the words and the information is, is reaching some folks. So hopefully this can be a remedy for y'all, man. Okay, so let me see. My first 937 caller in the queue. 937, your last four digits is 1522. So 937, 1522. Who we got on the air? Hey, this is Shonda. Hey, what's going on, Shonda? How you doing, Mama? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I now earlier I, you today, spoke. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just about to say I was one of the applications earlier today, and I just kind of got a little cross up mixed up with some of the verbiage and what to put in. But I actually spoke with someone in my bank. I, was, I actually bank the day I remember last time you were talking about day So I called, I reached out, and they were able to assist me with the question that I had. And it was just basically because this was all, like, so sudden. Um, I'm, my business is actually a new business. Um, I've been doing hair for many years, but I just actually purchased my salon in October. So I'm fresh. So okay. I'm trying to figure out how to do these business type loans when I'm just now starting my business. So like asking for 12 months of business, I don't have that. So I'm trying. That's what I was trying to figure out. And yeah. So basically, kind of um, maybe somebody they, else they, is in my same kind of situation. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that they they because of the situation we're in. Generally, those SBA loans they require you know, 12 months or whatever, but even if you just started your business in January on paper, they just base it from January and February. So you don't have to, you don't have to have these things per se, but if you do, that's good. Cause they can get a better picture of, you know, what your, what your business did over the past 12 months. But in this scenario, if you just open your shop in December or January, they have to base it on what you got. So, it is what it is. And for you, if you have employees, then whatever, you know, you pay them. Or if you just a sole proprietor and you just say this is what you pay yourself, that's what they're going to base that on, on the um, the PPP. But in addition, 
if you have a building and you pay you pay the mortgage on that building or the rent or whatever, then that's portion that they have to include as well and utilities. So your phone, your business phone, your internet, whatever you need. Water, okay. Okay. everything. So all of those bills, what you're gonna do is calculate everything that you spend to conduct your business uh for the month. And once you get that number including the payroll, you multiply that by two point five. So that's two and a half months. And then once you get that number, that's going to be the the benchmark number that they're going to go by as far as giving you that first uh, money, like within the first few days. But if you need to sustain for six months and you asking for the six month loan, you can borrow up to two million dollars per business, and you got up to two years to pay that, and you don't have to start paying it back till six months. So the loan won't have to start getting paid back till six months, but the first ten thousand is completely forgiven. And if you requested to get that up front, you can get that within three to five days. Okay. Now, in addition to that, I'm, in addition to that, um, I got the application checklist. I'm pretty sure you probably got it too already. If you if you um, filed with them, they they should have emailed you, and they have a, a checklist application for all of the documents that you would need. It only applies to you if. Like I said, like for the 12 months bank statements, if you ain't been in business on paper for 12 months, you that just disregard anything that, that's on this application that might be unfamiliar. Just reach out to them and they'll clarify for you. But I'm going to email you a copy of this uh, application checklist. They're going to send you this if they haven't already. Okay. So I email you a copy of that because I actually, I, they sent me mine and, uh, and my wife's and my daughter's today about three o'clock so we downloaded it printed it out and we're going through the checklist tonight to give them the additional uh information they need so they can go ahead and cut that check all right i appreciate that for sure so i'll shoot you i'll shoot you a copy of that in your email if i got i think i got your email if i don't um i'll just i'll send it to you i'll, I'll inbox it to you okay do that and i'll shoot it shoot you a copy of that Okay. Cool. Sounds good. All right. All right. Give them your uh, your your uh, your web address or your information for your shop, cause we gonna get through this, and y'all need to get them heads. Man, you gonna be so busy when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So many people. I know, but the name of my salon is Chasing Destiny Hair Studio. I don't have a web address yet. I haven't completed that okay um, we need to get on that we need to get on that mm-hmm. we'll get on it i'm gonna get on it Trust me. This is all okay happening. so quick well don't hesitate to reach out to your family because i'm i got you i got you I, I help businesses develop i help them establish business credit all that so that's what i do so you need a little assistance just reach out to your homie i got you all right, that's what I like to hear, and I appreciate it. I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you. I have already said that after all of this oh. was gone down. That's why I reached out to you earlier today. I was going to talk to you about all of that. That's cool. So, like like I said, these little platforms with the radio show, and I'm gonna be doing another Zoom on Wednesday for the business people. So, that's specifically for you know the business clientele. So we we should have a bigger audience on there Wednesday, and you know the the specifics and people's questions like like today 
You're going to be getting questions from the PPP And then you're going to be getting some more Questions for the EIDL loan If you apply for that So all of that, you know, we're going to be going over that stuff On a day-to-day basis But Wednesday, for the business people Throughout the week, I'm going to be doing these shows on the air Every day, just to kind of keep the people up to date So I appreciate you for calling in My girl shining on here, okay We're going to get more One more um, uh oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna hear what you got to say. Let me unmute your mic again. Okay, go ahead. Shonda. Oh uh, no, I was just saying. I'm, I said I'm trying to learn something. Shoot, this is all new. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I'm. Doing. That's what I'm here for. The company called Wealth Principles 101 because I want to teach them our people. How to get wealthy. It's it's straight principles. It's once we get past the credit, you know, the personal and the business credit, then the fundamentals of business itself and how we should be conducting business and all of these tax deductions and it's all kinds of information, but trying to run your business and do this at the same time, it'll stress you out. That's why I'm in business. So we're gonna be definitely communicating. I'm gonna uh, see if I can get another caller on here. Appreciate you though. Okay, we're going to check out another caller, uh, another 937 number. So 937, uh, last four digits, 6085. Let me know your name and where you're from. 6085, last four digits. Going once. (laughs) I can hear you a little bit. Speak up just a little bit for me. Can you hear me now? I hear you real good now. Who we got on the line? This is Mr. John Birdsong from Dayton, What's Ohio. What's going on? Mr. Birdsong. I'm trying to I'm trying to find out about the uh, the the mortgage that you talked about. I came in kind of late that you talked about earlier on your Facebook page. Okay. And your mortgage page. All right. Now. In regards to the mortgage and the student loans, this is how this works. Um, I think I spoke a little bit on it tonight, but you can always go back and listen to the uh, to the rebar guys. But I'm gonna run it to you real quick. Now, are you currently working as an essential employee? Yes, I'm a transit bus driver. Okay, perfect. You definitely qualify. Now, what's going to happen? Or what's going to need to happen is that you're going to contact whoever has your mortgage, whatever that bank or that institution is. You're going to contact okay. them, and you're going to um, – three things you need to include. You need to let them know you want your balance – well, no, take that, scratch that. You're not paying it off. You're just going to be uh, forgiven for the first six months, and then if it extends, then you can be um, forgiven or those – the payments are going to be paid but the, the way consider it is forgiven so those payments are going to be waived or forgiven for up to six months and then at that six month period they may be waived an additional six months so it can be a whole year just because you're still mm-hmm. providing services during this time so now if they try and give you the runaround that they don't understand or they don't know about the program I'm pretty sure that that that's out the window now, especially now. Every business that um, is in the financial world, whether you, you get business loans 
or whatever. If you do any type of lending, everybody understands that it's a bailout for them. So I'm talking about if you got credit cards, call your credit card company, tell them you've, you've been affected by the COVID-19, you're an essential employee, you don't have to make your credit card payments. You just have to call them every month, and they will zero that payment out. Discover, American Express, Capital, Capital, uh, whatever it's called, any of those. Call them and, and, and make – see, if you don't call, then they're not going to tell you. But they have this bailout plan for credit card companies, all of that. Anybody in the financial world are getting a bailout from that $2 trillion, including mortgage people that own the mortgage to the the houses but because you're an essential employee you have to speak to them and let them know in addition you have to write a letter it's called an attestation letter all you're going to include in that letter is what I just said to you you're going to say my name is Mr. Birdsong I'm an essential employee Mm -hmm. I work for the transit company and because of the COVID-19 and CARES Act, I qualify for mortgage forgiveness for up to six months. When you send that letter, make sure you sign it in front of a notary. You want to get it notarized. And you also want to send them a copy of your ID, front and back, and a copy of an address to prove your proof of address. So the proof of identity has to be in place because that's a style mechanism They'll, they'll contact you and be like, well, we need to know if it's you. Because you, there's so many scams going on right now. So to, to, to prevent you from having to worry about that, submit mm-hmm. a notarized a, a, your, the letter that you draft up, make sure it's signed and notarized in front of a notary and make sure you make a copy of your license front and back and a top portion of one of your bills to prove your address. Send that okay. letter to them send that letter to them certify return receipt it's going to cost you about I think it's about seven bucks you're going to basically fill that out it's a green card and then it's a white piece of paper with green writing on it both of those need to be filled out the post office will attach them the right way and when they send it to them what's going to happen is they have to sign for it once they sign for it it's going to be time stamped so the day that they sign for that they have up to 30 days to respond to your notice. If they don't respond, they're legally obligated, and then you can actually sue them at that point. But that's okay. not what we're trying to do. We, we just, we, we're doing an administrative process to make sure everything that you did is right. So we, we don't have to worry about them trying to deny and, and use that. Because these mortgage companies, man, I guarantee tell you, and I don't want to, if I wouldn't say this publicly, but I'm going to say it on my show because it's my platform. If you don't know about this, trust me, these companies can find out what type of, they know your, they know what kind of job you have because you got a loan with them, right? They know yeah. you are public transit, so they already know you're an essential employee. So if you don't reach out to them, they probably would get that credit for those six months anyway and be double dipping. I'm just telling right. you how the game go because so many of us, we, 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 you caught up when working day to day and just trying to, you know, get through all of this with your family. This is the last thing that you was worried about. So they would never tell you that if they went on TV and said, 
if you're an essential employee, we're going to forgive all your student loans and your mortgage is going to be paid for a year. Bruh, do you know they would be so bombarded, but the money is there. If you don't use it, then they expecting you not to use it. They going to keep it, though. Trust me. Them people in them financial institutions, they're going to discharge this shit off. Trust me. That's why they pushed everything back because I do taxes as well. So they pushed everything back. To like June or July So don't have to worry about the April 15th We're going to push that back to like June or July Why are they doing that? Because that gives them an extra amount of time To discharge all kinds of debt Okay It's a wicked game But I know I said a lot And I said a lot of stuff fast But if you don't do nothing else Draft a letter Make sure you include the words COVID-19 Make sure you include the CARES Act Um and make sure that you get it notarized and sign it in front of a notary and include your um, a copy of your license front and back and a top portion of a bill in your name. And once okay. you send that letter and you get the green card back, hold on to it and then call them and say, okay, look, you received this on such and such day. Give them a week. After that week, call them. You received this. It was signed by such and such. I need to know what's going on with my mortgage forgiveness. And at that point, if they try and give you some bullshit, then that signature on that card is justification where you can actually sue them because this has been mandated by the president. So they can't act like they don't know. Right. So, man, I hope I was able to answer your question and give you some insight. You know, where you need to go after this point. Is anything else you want to want to add or add? No, that's pretty much it. Okay, Mr. Birdsong, make sure you you uh you check us out, man. We we do this show generally on Wednesdays at seven and on Saturdays at one p.m. But because we you know we in this quarantine space, I'm gonna be on the air every night at seven o'clock from seven to eight. But um, yeah, man, I appreciate your call, and hopefully you can get a remedy. If you do, holler at me, man. Let me know everything went through, and you know if you get that mortgage waived for six months or a year, hey. Find something to do with that extra money. I got some yes, investment sir. opportunities. I got some investment opportunities in gold, not gold on the stock exchange, actual gold that you can purchase and get sent to your house. So we can okay. talk about that later. But um, And another thing, if you got a 401k, this is for everybody listening. If you have a 401k and you got a half a brain, you can withdraw up to $100,000 of your 401k and you won't be penalized. The penalties have been waived because of this situation. So snatch your bread. If you got 100 bands or less in there, get that money while you can so you don't have to pay no penalties and then use that money to get ready to invest in something because when this economy turns around, you want to be in a position to make some moves. Reach out to okay. my company. If your, if your credit ain't all the way right, reach out to my company, divinewealthprinciples.com uh, or hit me up on a, uh, You can hit me up on any social media So I can be getting people's credit Together while we're in this quarantine And you can if you don't have a business Start some type of business And we can establish a business credit So when things turn around You have two lines of credit And you can really take advantage of a lot of these tax breaks And these things that they're giving Business owners This world and this country is set up For, for, for commercial business If you're doing commerce you feeling pretty good about yourself right now. So we just need to lock in and tune in and know 
how to play this game because the game is being played. We just didn't know the rules. Now your your brother got the cheat code, so I'm trying to put us up on game. I got you. Okay, family, appreciate the call, man. You have a blessing. Thank you. You too. Okay, we're gonna take one more call before we uh, wrap it up. So let me see another nine three seven. Got a lot of people down there in the five one three reaching out. Man, they've been wilding up there too. I need y'all to stay in the house, man. They they had like six hundred people on live shooting dice, doing all kind of crazy mess. I'm gonna get back to y'all, man. But uh, right now, let me see. Let me get one more nine three seven caller in here. Let me see nine three seven. Uh, last four digits four zero five two. You on the line? Who we got on here? What's going on, Elvis Jimmy? Oh, my my partner. What's going on, Mr. Gibson? <laughs> What's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, you, sir. Uh, come you feeling? for me, sir. I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. I'm, you know, I'm. What I've been trying to do is um, take care of my take care of my real estate section. I got a lot of uh, you know, former students that are realtors now that are asking me all kind of questions, and I'm hooking them up with the radio show, passing on the information. But a couple of them asked me a few things that I didn't know the answer to. <laughs> Number one. Um, I got a couple of realtors that have felonies. So, you know, okay. I got them to go ahead and apply for the unemployment and apply for the $10,000 advance. But on the PPC, it says right on there, if you have a, um, you know, a felony, you know, you either disqualify you. But I don't know about the economic disaster one yet. I haven't looked at that one yet. That's one okay. I want to answer. In this. Okay, let, let, me, let me stop you right yeah. there. Now, in regards to the the felony situation... That has no bearing on on um, business owners. Now, if they're just in the real estate, that might be different. But if they are, say, for instance, a, a broker or somebody that does real estate in their own business, it doesn't matter. The felonies don't matter. That only matters if you're considered like an employee. So, and that's it's kind of a gray area too, but. I know the applications say that, but if you're a business owner, it don't apply because they can't base your felony if you're the boss of that company. You can't tell me my company don't qualify for something just because the person, because the person or the individual who owns the company has no bearing on the actual business itself. That's why we have to learn how to separate the personal information from your business. Once your business credit and everything is standing on its own, it don't matter who run the company because it could be 10 of us who own the company, but because one of us got a felony, that's not going to stop the fact that we're doing business. If we're doing commerce, they basing everything on the business name. Now, the unemployment for a person, that's one thing, but the unemployment for the business, two different things. If you own the company, you have a real estate business or a real estate company, you yourself can qualify for unemployment and it's not based on the person, it's based on the business. They're bailing the businesses out in addition to the customers. I mean the employees. So that that's 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 where that is. So I hope I that kind of cleared a little bit up. But please, they have an actual guide. They got a coronavirus guide just for realtors. And and they, they brought this out uh, March the 30th. I, I dug into it a little bit and I was going to forward it to you. But you know I've been doing all kinds. You know we'd be running. So, 
but they have an actual guy for realtors and they have another guy for um, brokers. So the guy's kind of, it's a little different, but the general information is the same. So, but in, 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 in all yeah, if, doubt, if, if, if they doubt any of it, if they doubt in anything in regards to the felony stuff, have them call and speak to a manager, not just a regular employee at the uh, unemployment office, an actual manager. The managers understand okay. that if, if they use that, that code, that 2180 code for the mass layout, they understand you can't be denied this because of a felony. Now they might deny okay. some of these people for these loans. They they can they probably can deny you for the loan if you had a felony within whatever the time frame is. But for the unemployment, they, they can't discriminate because you have a record. Can't do it. Okay. Okay. This, the other thing this I is to say like is, I, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, the other thing I wanted to say, I think I spoke about it already, but a lot of people are, uh, what you know, I talked about the, the home buyers that I had whose credit score, you know, they changed the credit scoring system like a week ago. It was, you can get a loan at 580, now it's like a 640, 660. So, you know, anybody out there that's like 620 or in that range, don't get discouraged. You know, get with L. Devine here for his credit repair. Let's get your score up there, and then we can go ahead and get your house because health. Home prices are about to start dropping. And now's the time for you to, to do that, number one. Number two, you know, if you got a pool of people that's getting this money, family members or whatever, y'all can put your money together and you can buy an apartment complex or whatever. They can set your company up for you, your company structure, and then we can get you moving forward, you know, again that way. So Facts. Facts. And everything he said is dead on. Uh, we've been trying to um, initiate the conversation for group economics and when we speak about group economics it's not always in a business well everything think everybody think from now on everything is business nothing's personal when it comes to finance everything's business so once you get your mindset on that then you can say now let's set up a family business or aka an estate some of these terms you've heard before, but you probably don't don't hear them in the conversations with the family, and that's where what an estate is. An estate is something, a matriarch or a patriarch of your family history. So when you hear these people talk about they got old money, yeah, they got a great 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 grandfather that may have owned some property back in eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred, whatever. And that property is still in the family It's their estate And what they do is they build on that estate As more people are born As more people come into you know the workforce And everything they continue to build on that estate Perfect example The Kardashians I don't like to use them for examples like this But I gotta use them for example like this Those people All live in one big Dumbass mansion for a long time All of them were making money from the TV shows to all of their products, everybody lived in this big-ass mansion. So plenty room for everybody to do what they need to do. You don't even have to see each other. But they lived well, but they all lived at the same address. So all of the incomes is coming in. You, we all could live in the mansion. We can live in a 10-bedroom mansion, 15 bathrooms, and just have maybe, what, four or five family members all contributing. 
if everybody, if you add up how much money people spend on a household, just one household, and then you talk to your mom, you talk to your aunt, you talk to your brother, your cousin, get about five or six family members and ask all of them how much are their bills a month. Guarantee tell you it's anywhere between 2500 to 5000 depending on how their life is living. So if you get eight people bringing to the table, let's say 2000 that's sixteen grand a month. Look online. Look online to see how many mansions, apartment buildings that you can afford for sixteen thousand a month. And that's comfortable. If you got eight family members and y'all buy a a, a twenty four unit apartment complex, everybody can have their own their own space, but you can fence that off and gate it off. And now now that's your community. Now that's your family's estate. So we, we got to change the game, man. I know everybody want to move out the house, get their little place, and then everybody's struggling. So everybody's living check to check because they want to have their own door. But damn, why don't the family buy a whole apartment complex and we all can get our own doors and we can get money off of other people living in there if we want? This shit is not hard. It's just a conversation that needs to be had in our community with our people. That's it. So, go ahead and give them your uh, your business uh, phone number and your and your email address or your website. Give it to okay. them. Okay. Um, the website is uh is Jimmy Sales Ohio Homes at Jimmy J I M M I E Sales Ohio and it's Homes H O L M E S uh, dot com. Uh, email address is HBR HBR Services. The number four, and you at gmail.com. And then you can hit me up at 937-580-4052. Me and L do business together, and, I mean, he compliments me. I compliment him. And so it's like we all work together. And just like you said, we just need to get together and work together. We can move the whole shit forward. But it's definitely a conversation that we need to have and continue having. And then not just have the conversation, but take some action. Absolutely. Appreciate you for checking in, family. And once we are, you know, done with this whole quarantine sheltered in place movement, we can get back to our offices and 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 be able to, you know, do our thing. But you know, I was at the office today actually. But hey, don't tell nobody. We got to check our man. We we doing business. See, that's what I'm saying. If you're doing oh, yeah. business, you ain't got to worry about this whole shutdown. If you're doing business, if you're doing commerce, my girl Shana was on the on the call earlier. If Shana needs to get in the car to go get some supplies for her business and she leaves and they say, well, where are you going? Well, I own my company. I got to go. This is my business. Go ahead. See, it's, they treat you different when you handling your business. When you sitting around looking for a handout, they treat you like they treat you. You are a beggar. You are a, 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 a liability. That's what they look at us as. If you ain't taking care of your own self, you are a liability to this country. So if you're trying to to have your own business, to, to pay your own way, to create jobs for people, they treat you totally different. And don't let your credit be about 750 or 800. Oh, they kissing your ass at that point. So I know a lot of times we think everything is black and white and everything is racial. But a lot of times, it's, it has nothing to do with that. It is some racial, racist people in the world. Don't get me wrong. I'm not stupid. But I've been treated 
with a lot more respect from individuals in the professional realm because of the way that I dress sometimes, you know. I, I know how to get a little ratchet, but when I'm conducting business, I drink, I generally dress a certain way so they have to respect me. Ever since I, you know, declared my nationality. Now, a lot of y'all see me with the turban on. You know, if I'm going in the bank to do a big boy deal, I might have to rock my feds and go up in there with my feds so they really know that you got to respect me as a man, as a business person, and this is not a game. So when you address people the proper way, they address you the proper way. But if I come into the bank with my pants sagging, you know, you know, come on, bro. We got to play this game. You don't have to kiss ass, but let me tell you something. If if I have to put on a suit to go in this bank and get this free $10,000 that they're offering, uh, it might behoove you to put a damn suit on or a shirt and tie to go in there and get that damn money. Because if you walking in the bank looking crazy, they ain't even looking at you. So what I do as a business owner, I, I help businesses become credible. So just because you own an EIN and you got a, you know, you might have a Dun & Bradstreet number, that don't mean you credible. Credible means you're a credible business. On paper, you're no different than the big boys, the Amazons, the Walmarts. Once you have a Dun's number, you're recognized on an international scale. So the way you present yourself on paper makes all the difference. Makes all the difference. Something as simple as your email. If you got an email address and it's at, got a domain of Yahoo or Gmail or something like that, it's not nothing negative. I, I did it, you know, for years. I, hey, it's free. But when you go to start asking for money, you don't have a domain. They don't believe that you're really a business that could do big business shit. So something as simple as just your email address. I suggest use info at yodomain.com or admin at yodomain.com. That's just good business. I also tell my, my clients, look, have a actual business phone number. And then if you want to be savvy behind it, get a 1-800 number behind it. It's an extra $4 a month. The 1-800 number, they'll call that number, and it'll ring to the whatever phone you want. But when you put in your phone number for your business on an application and you have a 1-800 number, you get looked at a little bit different. And another thing, because they do this redlining, redlining is where they, they kind of, you know, they play that game about where you live and they base loans and things of that nature based on your zip code. So all of my business owners and potential business owners have your business address in somewhere that is a decent area code as far as the average you know household income make sure you're somewhere decent for your business now you don't actually have to have a physical building to have a business address they have these business these satellite companies called uh, Regis is one of them and it's a couple other ones where you can pay like 50 bucks just to have an email address there or 90 maybe it's 99 dollars but basically you can have your your mail and everything sent to somewhere like at the green or somewhere you know in the in an area where they're conducting business on a high level that's a quick investment hundred dollars a month but hey now when they look your business up 
they pulling it up and now your business is out at the green, out there where the Cheesecake Factory is in Nordstrom. So now they're like, okay, well, they're doing business out there. Then we can kind of, you know, we might be able to give him 100000 200000 or a million dollar loan. But if your business address is in 45418 or something in the hood, O2, bruh, they're going to pull that up and see the average income in that neighborhood. And they're going to tell your ass no because they're like, if you're doing $100,000 a business or $50,000 a business a month, why the hell would you be living in the ghetto? And why the hell is your business address in the ghetto? So these, these redlining techniques, all of this stuff, the stuff that I teach, you know, in my business uh, credit class. So it's not just business credit, it's business development. It's, it's helping your company become credible. And then once your business becomes credible, then we move on to your business becoming fundable. I get your business on paper to look like the big dogs. Then we add trade lines with the partners that we have. And once you get a certain number of trade lines, 10 is the magic number, but you can start seeing results with five. Once you get 10 trade lines on your business, now your business credit score is like 100 or 90. That's the maximum. So for a paydex score, their scoring level is from zero to 100. So once you about 75, 80, that's considered the green light to, to pretty much give you anything you want. Once your score is like in the 90s, a business credit score in the 90s, bruh, you pulling up. You, you, I have the ability to help individuals buy fleets of vehicles just because you're a business. I'm going to give you an example. Partnering with Ford Motor Credit, uh, Ford Motor Car, damn, Ford Motor Company in Beaver Creek. It's called Jermaine Ford. It's in Beaver Creek. It's right on that Yellow Springs Road or whatever that is. Um, but went in there, talked to him, told him my situation. I was looking to get four, two F, four Ford F-250s. So they had two on site that I liked, and then they had an Escalade, and then they had a Lincoln. So it was a Lincoln truck. So I told him, I said, well, for all four of these, for my fleet, what would that look like for me? And he said, well, is your business established? I'm like, absolutely. How long you been in business? Been in business about 27 years, but for this particular business on paper, been about four years. So four years. He like, okay. So give me your uh, EIN number for your business and, you know, the address, the basics, and then we'll take a look and see what we can do. He goes away, comes back about 10 minutes later, y'all. He tells me, okay, you've been approved. Your business has been approved for uh, all four of the vehicles, no money down, and the payments will be right around $500 a month each. So I'm getting four brand new vehicles, $500 a month each. So that's two grand a month. No money down, and they didn't even put my, my, my social security number on the application. This is the power of being able to do commerce and get shit on credit. So to walk in a car lot and be able to walk, I could have I walked up there with three of my homeboys, put no money down, and drove off that lot with four brand new vehicles, people. Now, let me give you another tip. If you don't have it to buy, don't buy anything for your business. 
what I mean by that is it's business, right? So as long as you're conducting business and you're making money with that particular asset that you, you have, make sure it's making sense. Don't go get a damn car that's not generating money for you. We all do business and we all going to need transportation. So lease it. The leasing options were the same as buying. But when you say you're going to buy it, now you're committing to that to that to that liability for what? 5, 6, 7 years. No. I'm going to lease for a year or 2 years and then in 2 years I'm going to come back and get a brand new joint. So my company, when you see me rolling, I'm always going to be rolling in some new shit. And guess what? You can write that shit off. Every month that you pay your leasing payment for your fleet, you can write that shit off. This is the game, people. And with your business phone, I got a partnership with Sprint. Sprint ain't got the best service. I'm not going to ever say that they the best, but I am going to say this. You can walk in there with your business, come out with up to seven phones, uh, seven lines. Well, I ain't going to say seven. I'm going to say five. Keep it simple because I know I got five lines for my company. So I walked in there, walked out with five brand new iPhones, five lines of service, unlimited everything. They gave me some free Hulu and Tidal and some shit. Uh, Anyway, I walked out with five phones. Unlimited everything, data, talk, text, and all that. My bill is $250 a month. That's good. And that's for the phone, too. Because, look, I'm not buying the phone. I'm leasing the phone. So, guess what? When you lease a phone, a brand new phone, with, with, with your company, it's $10 a month. $10 a month. So, I got five of them. So, that's 50 bucks a month for my phones. Some of y'all paying that a, a month for one phone. Because you're buying the phone. But if you're doing business, you don't want to own the phone. You just want to use it to conduct business. Now, you always maintain your phone number. But you don't need to buy that phone. If you can lease it for $10 a month, why the hell would you buy it? And then guess what? Once the lease is up, any anytime during the, the, the contract, you can get a new phone. They got a new phone. Hey, I want to upgrade. 20 more dollars one time, and then your bill keep going back to $10 or, or whatever it was. Bruh, listen. <laughs> Listen, this is what's happening in the world while we are walking around this motherfucker trying to keep up with the Joneses. The Joneses is laughing at you motherfuckers because they have a person like me working for them that's keeping their asses from spending unnecessary money. And everything that you see somebody that has wealth, anytime you see them motherfuckers in something, trust me, it's a fucking asset. It's not a liability. So AOL, the new AOL is assets over liabilities, people. You can have the shit that you want. Just don't put it in your fucking name. You can have the shit you want. Just don't buy it. If you want a Lambo, why the fuck would you buy a Lambo? And then you just, after you got your thrill out for the first year, that shit don't even seem the same no more to just be looking at a three, four, five hundred thousand dollar car, bro. You can lease that motherfucker for what? It's twelve months in a year. You can lease a Lambo for twelve thousand dollars in a year and drive that bitch all year and give it back to him. It's a perception. If you if if people stop being 
fooled by these money. Now, some of these people, they got bread like that, and they invest in cars because guess what? That's different. If you buy cars and you invest in cars, those are commodities that you can actually, they appreciate. But if you buy a car and you just driving around in that motherfucker, bruh, it's a difference. It's going to break down. The value is going to go down. But if you got a, a, a showroom motherfucking Lambo and you only take it out to drive every blue moon, that's different. When you purchased it, you didn't purchase it as a liability. You purchased it as an asset. Now it's worth something and you can use that for leverage to sell or auction. But my people, we like to be flashy. We like to do all that extra shit. But we the ones that get our shit repo because it's not paid for. If you can afford to buy it, buy it. But if you got a business and you can lease it and write that shit off, don't that just make more sense? I guarantee tell you, if y'all see me pull up on y'all in a Tesla truck right now and the motherfucking plate say divine wealth. If the plate say divine wealth, ain't nobody going to be like, oh, nigga, that's his company car. That ain't his. <laughs> this shit sound retarded, bro. So if I'm riding what I want to ride and I'm paying less without no money down and I'm writing this shit off at the end of the year we running in place people man it's been real man I appreciate y'all for checking out the show we got about a minute left so I'm just gonna do it like this man check me out tomorrow 7 o'clock I'm gonna be on here for one hour I said one hour today went a little over but it was a good conversation Uh, shouts out to my girl Shonda that checked in shouts out to my man John that checked in Shouts out to Mr. Gibson, home buyers real estate, and he a broker as well. Uh, man, y'all be good, man. Peace and love and blessings. Keep sharing the information. God is love. Remember that. Spend some time with your family, man. You got a lot of time on your hands. Spend some time with your family. Call some people. Let them know you love them. Shemaine El Divine Bay, Wealth Principles 101. Y'all be safe. Oh, before we go, well, they done checked out anyway. I was going to do the outro play my son's song but hey i gotta get out of here gotta find out what's going on with the fam fam y'all be safe man tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.